from New York to our listeners. What an invigorating day for a new and inspiring episode of the Business of Life Masterclass podcast. You know this is the show for people who thrive on opportunities, drive to get to results, and seek input and ideas to quickly incorporate in life and in business. So with that, hello, hello again. It's Debbie Lundberg, author and founder and CEO of Presenting Powerfully, a Tampa-based Florida national firm that I get to do four really fun things, keynotes and talks, strategy and facilitation, teaming and training, and executive presence coaching. Barb Zant here, media sales leader, author, and podcast host, Business of Love podcast, Mm -hmm. the brand, the lifestyle brand, stay at work mom, and fashion stylist. It's all about the simple things. I love to add joy to all I do each day. So Debbie, do tell us. It's really exciting for me to meet our guest and someone who is in many people's homes quite often on the Today Show and a colleague and friend of yours. Yes, who I follow and readily reference. So happy to. So it's exciting. Yes, Barb. So it was during his tenure at Town and Country and from 2000 to 2008 that our guest first became known to the, to the nation, right, from to New York television audiences as an expert on issues on behavior, appearing on CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, and its periodicals such as the New York Times and New York Magazine. Wow. And during his time at Town & Country, he was the editor of Town & Country's On the Town and Social Graces column, so you know where this is going, right? While still at the magazine, he edited the anthology Modern Manor- Manners, the Thinking Person's Guide to Social Graces. So it's nice that we can think about these things, uh-huh. isn't it? And so as we think about that, includes essays by Peggy Noonan, Frank McCord, and Jamie Lee Curtis. I love her. She's a dynamo. Uh, throughout 2011, This Dynamo, who we're going to talk to, served as a guest host for Living Today, a three-hour program that aired live daily on the Martha Stewart Living Radio Network on Sirius XM 110. Three hours of this person would be incredibly cool. So he was on satellite radio introducing, among other ideas, his segment called Manners Monday. He publishes a list of the year's worst-behaved individuals a roster that he says is not intended to embarrass but to inform, so we can certainly learn from that, and is working on a new book devoted to popular etiquette pet peeves. Please welcome Mr. Manners himself, Thomas Farley. Thank you so much, You're Debbie welcome. and Barb. Great to be with you both, and, and welcome to New York. Thank you. Wonderful to be here. Thank you. So many accomplishments. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. So before Debbie gets started on our questions that we ask each guest, We'd love to hear something that we might not otherwise know if we weren't going to tune into the podcast. So, is there something that's different? Sure. So, I, I've, I would say, as a journalist, I really have had some extraordinary opportunities to do things that most people don't, they dream of maybe, but they don't quite get to do. And I would say, really, the standout one for me was flying in an F-18 uh, jet fighter at the speed of sound, wow. <laughs> upside down, straight down, sideways. Um, unfortunately, I did wind up blacking out in the plane after oh, about 30 minutes. Wow. And uh, it was my one and only experience of a blackout in life. That's an uh, experience in itself. It's an experience. It's very frightening. But I got to relive it because, unbeknownst to me, the Navy had mounted a camera in the cockpit filming me the entire time. This was in Pensacola, not too, too far from where you are in Tampa, right. um, at their home base, the Blue Angels home base. And so they presented me with a DVD uh, where I got to watch myself 
blacking out and upside down. I watched it once. That was enough. Maybe when you're with the Blue Angels, they call it bluing out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, we're glad you made it through that. I that sure did. That sounds exciting and scary. It was, all at the same time. Once was good enough. Once was good enough. Yeah. Okay, we may get that DVD. That might be part of our follow-through. <laughs> it's in a safe somewhere. It's in a safe somewhere. Well, thank you for sharing that. We're now moving on to what we call the Business of Life Masterclass 4. There are podcasts for we ask each guest this so our listeners can be inspired. So you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's okay. do it. Number one, what time do you get up in the morning and what is your daily routine to get yourself started right? This is a really complex question and it's something I struggle with because when you talk about great business leaders, very often they talk about how they're most productive in the early, early morning hours. They're super early risers, typically. I am a complete night owl okay. who is also on the road constantly, so I'm always in different time zones. I am fortunate that I don't really require an awful lot of sleep to function, so sometimes I'm, I'm leading an all-day class on two or three hours of sleep and not dragging, not, mm-hmm. you know, Debbie's. Debbie, you can relate. So I can't say, I know it's perhaps not quite the answer you're looking for that I could say I get up at 5.30 every day and I do my yoga and I meditate for 20. That's not my routine. It really, it varies greatly depending on what is happening with me that particular week. I would say if I had my druthers, I do my best work at you know one, two in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with getting up at 9.30 if I've stayed up sure. that late. However, if I'm working with a client and I need to be on site at 7 a.m., I'm there and I'm I'm ready to go. So my I would say the one nice thing is I don't tend to need caffeine. From the moment my, moment my hit feet the ground, I'm ready to go. You're ready. Yeah. I believe that. And that's what we love about hearing these answers is there's not a right or wrong answer. We love learning that to me what I heard is you do what what it takes and you enjoy every minute of it. Yeah. So it's not based on an alarm clock. That's okay. And I think also for each individual, and certainly you both know this, mm-hmm. I think we all there's no one right or wrong answer mm-hmm. in terms of how your own body clock works. Yes. You know, I don't care what the research says. If I know that I really am doing my best work post-midnight when I can drown out all the noise and when I'm feeling super creative, why would I try to bend myself mm-hmm. in another direction simply because that's what some you know Harvard Business School article is telling me? Right. right. This has worked for you. So it, we know it this. has. <laughs> it definitely has. Okay. Thank you. Number two. So, what is something other than that philosophy of of let it serve what serves your body that you do that you feel if other people would do it would set them up for additional success like you have created and earned? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I would say my primary advice would be to network, 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 but not perhaps in the sense that most people think of networking where they're trying to amass contacts to see what those people can do for them, but actually the opposite. The more contacts you can amass and the more connections you can and do make for other people that have really nothing to do with you, that's one of my, it's basically like being a matchmaker for romance, except it's not romance, it's <laughs> business, it's entrepreneurial act, uh, opportunities. That's my favorite thing. And I find that when you are that person who's constantly making those meaningful, fruitful connections for other people with no strings attached, that's when it all comes back mm-hmm. to you in a wonderful way when you least expect it. Exactly. Yes. The magic happens for others and you are the first person that they're going to think of when they have an opportunity that might be a match for you. You're absolutely right. The marriage of interests, we'll call it, right? Exactly. Okay, number three, who or what has been the biggest influence in your life? And really importantly for us and our listeners, what have you done with that? 
Yeah, that's that. I you know, I when I think of that question, it's a tough one because I really do think of so many wonderful influences. But to give you a complete, completely different answer than perhaps I might in a different interview to give added context, I think of my honors history teacher in high school, uh, who on my very first paper I considered myself to be an excellent writer, and on my very first paper we had to write a critical essay a day. He gave me an F. And it, it was gigantic, this giant <laughs> F, and it was circled in red, and it said, not acceptable for an honors course. And I was mortified oh because I wrote for the student newspaper. I, you know, I was that kid who loved writing. It wasn't, I didn't shy away from it. I didn't cringe when I had to write. I, I was passionate about it, and I knew I was good. But getting that F, it, it really wasn't an F paper. His objective was to push me, mm -hmm. and he really did. And by the end of that semester, I wasn't getting Fs anymore. And my writing had gone from very good to much better than even it had been when I started. Mm -hmm. So although he, Mr. Gray, Mr. My, Gray. History, my history teacher, um, I don't know where he may be today, but uh, and, and little did he realize that giving me an F on a paper would, would steal my resolve to do even better. Mm -hmm. And it's a philosophy that I continue to carry with me. Mm -hmm. don't, don't push me down because I'm gonna push back that much harder and continue to figure out what I need to do to succeed. What a story. Teachers, have, he may have been so strategic and we don't know, but teachers have such an influence. Huge impact. Yes. Very much so. Well, thank you. All right. So our last of the four, while our series and ultimately our master class is based on positive and inspiration, we do ask to, to, for you to consider and please share, is there anything you wish had gone differently or on a broader spectrum you encourage people not to do so it doesn't hold them back? Sure. Yeah. I, you know, I have to say, I'm someone who really lives my life with no regrets. I think it's a really positive philosophy to have. And I, when I look at the career that I have now and what I do now, and I feel so, I know like you do, Debbie, and, and I know you do as well. I really feel that were I more strategic about where I wanted to be, I wouldn't have actually gotten to place. I, I only got to where I am by stumbling and making, having, you know, pit stops along the way. What I'm doing today is so different from when I studied political science in college. I thought I was going to be a lawyer, and you know, and here I am on the Today Show and, mm -hmm. and I'm in in people's living rooms. I simply say, don't feel that there needs to be that grand master plan, and I never really did feel that way, mm -hmm. except perhaps maybe going back to high school. I think there's a lot of, and I don't know that your listeners are of this age, although I'm sure you have uh, certainly some that you know this pressure to choose the right mm. major which i definitely felt and this pressure to to do the certain things that you think are going to get you to where you need to be i think sometimes letting things happen as long as you're pursuing what you love in that moment they will ultimately need you to lead you to where you need to be so i would say if i were to have any regret it would be those feelings of pressure that mm -hmm. i was experiencing in high school that um that i now know i could have just simply let go of mm -hmm. interesting to give barb credit she said that earlier when we realized, so for our listeners now you'll know, we, we had a little bit of confusion on where we were going and Barb said, you know how it works out, it works out. And we're having this wonderful conversation with you. And I love that about just don't feel that you have the pressure to conform or the pressure even to make everything quote unquote right because it can work out in a, in a wrong way that's better or more right <laughs> than you ever imagined. Very true. Well, congratulations on all your success. Oh, that certainly you, is outstanding and we're glad you shared outstanding and inspirational thank you and, Barbara. you know a few of the notes that that i took away and i, I love that you know 
how people start their day, it, it, it just is, is what's best for each individual. Mm -hmm. And the message that I got from that is, is being ready for whenever that is and being excited and not, you know, six hours later, I'm finally getting energy, be <laughs> you know, energetic in that, that moment and, and no regrets. Mm -hmm. How cool is that? Think things, you know, kind of happen, you know, for a reason. And, and some of these things that I know that I'm going to take back. Debbie, are, are you willing to oh, yes. take some of these notes and, mm -hmm. and implement some of these things that we talked about today? Mm -hmm. And we will follow up on what we learned. We talked about how great this has been for us because we immediately will go back next week mm -hmm. and we'll implement things right now. In fact, I think we were doing that earlier based on some of the things that we, you know, prepared and heard from you so mm -hmm. we're excited about that i'm excited too i can't wait to hear how you both wind up with some of this yeah well definitely some of that remember i'm a big fan of listen to your body listen to your heart listen to your spirit and that energy and i jokingly say it can sound woo woo but what it when it sounds woo woo on the outside it, it feels ooh -woo, like very good mm -hmm. on the inside and that's a wonderful reminder also just loving that idea and it's it's come up in other podcasts about thinking about how we give feedback, which is really what Mr. Gray did for you, yes. is how we give feedback to encourage people. And that while I like to come at it from the positive, hey, this looks great, sometimes we want to tell someone it's not acceptable to, if we know they have the wherewithal to handle that. And, and I'm challenged sometimes to do that in a, that different way because I want people to feel so good. But look how good you felt about it. So I like that reminder for me, and and it even perhaps it's less of a reminder and more of something new, to to do. So it didn't thanks. feel so good at the time, and I would say from an <laughs> etiquette standpoint, he might have chosen different phrasing, but the end result was pretty good. There you go. Impactful. Yes, very much so. <laughs> well, we're we absolutely I can tell already because we know we've got things in our minds, so we will certainly share back now. Is there anything that you didn't get to share on the podcast that you'd like to share with our listeners now? Oh, thank you. Well, I would I would welcome their uh, following me on my social media platforms, mm -hmm. of course. So I'm on Instagram at Mr. Manners and Twitter, same thing, spelled out Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R. Mm -hmm. And uh, my website is MrManners.com. So I do have a newsletter. I'd welcome if anyone feels that this is a topic of interest to them. And I'm frankly, I'm always on the lookout for great questions. So I answer a lot of questions through my website mm -hmm. on every kind of topic you would imagine because etiquette really touches every aspect of our lives. So if your listeners and subscribers have questions, please send them my way. Oh, thank you. And if you haven't already subscribed and Googled and followed, which I've done all of for mm -hmm. years with Thomas at Mr. Manners, then please do. And if you have something in the past, he may have already answered it because he's answered how to talk with politics at a, at Thanksgiving and holiday cards, how to handle these things. And it's just fascinating when you see that. So thank you so much. Follow him, as he said, at Mr. Manners and go on to his website. You can follow Barb and me on Instagram and Facebook at the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast, Barb at the Stay at Work Mom, and I'm Debbie Lundberg, most everywhere with the exception of presenting powerfully on Facebook. So if you liked what you heard, please download and listen to more. Give us feedback. If we've earned five stars, we'd love to have them. If we haven't, we welcome any suggestions or changes. If you want to hear more great people like Thomas Farley, Mr. Manners, and you can't get enough of them on the Today Show and 
by the way, we hear he has a podcast coming out soon, <laughs> then let us know those names. So stay tuned. We have huge appreciation for you, Thomas. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass. We wish you all of the best and all of the inspiration to our listeners we're grateful for. When we spend time together, we know that this podcast is for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can. Thank you.